You can buy your hair and won't grow. You can fix your nose if he say so. You can buy all the makeup that Mac can make. But if you can't look inside you, find out who am I to be in a provision position. <laughs> Absolutely used to love that song. I loved it. I remember when it came out. I remember watching the video. It was amazing. TLC, pretty, will forever be a classic. I remember that song making me cry. I just remember, you know, being a young girl and just feeling, you know, unpretty. Um, feeling... You know, like nobody likes me or finds me beautiful or anything like that. Yeah, man. So today we're talking about owning your truth. I remember hearing Charlemagne the God on The Breakfast Club years ago talk about, you know, owning your truth. You know, it's just being like it is what it is. And that I heard that term during a time where it was. I was learning a lot about myself and accepting certain things. Not that they were bad things, but just like, Angel, you have a tendency to do this. And, and I mean, you just are who you are at that time in life. And so that owning your true statement was like, yeah, this is what I want, right? Like, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm working on. Like, me just being me, owning my truth. It is what it is. So... I want to share a story. I remember back in, it was, yeah, it was 20, yeah, it was 2012. And I remember after having a long night of turning up um, with my boyfriend at the time, we were turning up with Moscato. And shortly after that turn up, it was that evening because it was a quick turnaround. I remember just puking my brains out, just bleh, everywhere, puking, running, constantly running to the bathroom. And I remember like once my stomach settled a little bit, I had these ridiculous cravings and I was just like, yo. Can you go to the store, get me some crackers, ginger ale to help my stomach settle, and like a jar of pickles. And so he ran to see, no, it was Walgreens, and came back with ginger ale, crackers, and a pickle. And I ate like a few crackers and drank a little bit of ginger ale. But when I tell you I smacked that jar of like the bread and butter, Velastic pickles, I smacked them. I literally ate them in one sitting and then drunk some of the pickle juice. Now, mind you, I love pickles. I had just never been that aggressive with pickles before, so it was a little weird. And then I remember shortly after that, puking my brains out again and then again. And so much so to where even when 
I'm sorry. This is just disgusting. I hope you're not eating breakfast listening to this. My apologies. I should have put a disclaimer out there. But I remember it being so bad that even when I would swallow my own saliva, I would throw that up. And it was like, okay, something's really wrong. And so my boyfriend at the time, he just kept telling me like, you know, I think you should do a pregnancy test. And I was like, bro, that is a lie. Okay, not gonna happen. Not me. Mind you, I'm halfway passed out on the bathroom floor, just hanging out in the bathroom because I just keep throwing up. And I remember hearing like a knock on the door. And I'm like, yo, (laughs) I'm dying here. And you got your friends coming over. Well, it was when his friends came up with two pregnancy tests. And I was just like, the devil is a lie. This is not what this is, okay? This ain't. This is not what this is. It's just had too much Scott. It was the Moscato. It was a bad bottle. I probably shouldn't have killed those pickles either. It's just a bad combination. Like, it's just, that's what that is, right? I think we took the pregnancy test. And they came back positive, and I was just like, nah, that's still, nah, that's a lie. That's a whole lie. Still in a lot of disbelief. But this whole evening, oh my gosh, I was just getting weaker and weaker. I couldn't get up, and I remember him calling 911 to come get me now. <laughs> Y'all know when the ambulance come, ain't nobody trying to play all that money riding the ambulance. I had enough sense and energy to, like, I know my name. I know who the president is. I I know my mama number. Like, I'm not riding an ambulance, but if I have to go to the hospital, then, you know, somebody's going to drive me and it ain't going to be 911. So the firefighters convinced me to go to the hospital. And so my boyfriend, he took me to the hospital. There, they confirmed that I was eight weeks pregnant. Whew, just saying it now is... It almost like, I had to catch my breath. Now, I mean, now I can say, you know, hey, it is what it is. That baby at the time that I found out about is now my nine-year-old, Layla. She's amazing, man. She's so amazing. But at the time, I was distraught. I was a mess realizing in the hospital, eight weeks pregnant, I'm 20 at the time. One, nobody knows your girls get, she gets down like that. Quick background. And I've shared it before. Just having this perfect patty kind of mentality groomed and engraved in me. Like you just, you do the right things. You grew up in church, you're a little Christian girl, you just do right, right? To now be eight weeks pregnant, ain't married, was big. And I remember my mom found out because I was at the hospital and I was still on her insurance. And, you know, she was going to be asking when she got a bill, like, where did this come from? Having to tell my mom, that year was interesting. Yeah, man, that was an interesting year. But I remember at some point, it was like I could breathe again. I remember, like, climbing my way out of this hole of shame that I built 
I was like, I can't, I can't live here. It's miserable. I gotta be more than this situation. And I remember climbing out of that shame, that hole of shame and breathing again and saying, hey, girl, yeah, you experienced that. Yeah, this happened. And so what? What does that mean? This ain't the end of the world. Your life didn't end. Now your life is really beginning. And so on the journey to owning my truth, I discovered what true freedom really was. I was able to really start to peel back the layers to figure out who I am, to figure out what I like and what I don't like. And what I'm learning is in every season, right, in every season of our life, that evolves. Vulnerability evolves. Authenticity evolves because there are things that you might like one year and the next year you don't like them. That doesn't mean that it wasn't true at that time. It doesn't mean that you were being fake or not authentic. Right. Because sometimes certain things are our truth are sometimes things given to us. Sometimes our truth is fed to us through our parents or our environment. Any environment that you've been raised in, sometimes people will say, this is all you, you are, this is all you ever going to be based on your, based on the statistics and everything else. Well, the statistics said that I should have dropped out of college. There are a lot of statistics and I can't feed into that narrative. The only thing that I could feed into was, and God's narrative for me. And that, at that moment was to own my truth, to be outed. And know that it's okay to be angel. It is okay to feel what you feel. Now we got to, you know, be mindful of the things that we do. And understand that there are certain consequences that come with it. But we also understand that there is grace. And God has graced us. And given us the opportunity to grow and to learn and to make choices and to try certain things. So now... In this current season, I'm owning more truths. Because remember I said they evolve. Truth can evolve in your life. As long as you're growing and evolving, it changes. And you're not going to learn and work on and fix everything all at one time. You know, one year you'll learn this. Maybe 10 years from now you'll learn something else. In this season, I'm learning more than ever that as much as I push people being authentic and being themselves and being honest, I still run from confrontation. And I know that confrontation can be a great thing. I'm still working through, you know, putting myself out there for what it doesn't even have to be confrontational. But if it seems scary, I'll tend to shy away from it. So I'm still working through that. I've learned in this season that I am an emotional midnight eater. When things stress me out, I know I've probably shared on the podcast before. When things stress me out, I eat at midnight after my husband and my kids go to sleep. Everybody else is sleeping in the house. I'll eat me a bowl of cereal so I can decompress and watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy and then go to bed. And I know it ain't great. But that's what I've done and deciding not to eat after eight o'clock really helped me realize that and nip that in the bud. I don't say I always get it right, but I'm just saying pray for you, girl. 
Another thing that I'm learning in this season, I like to focus on what other people are not doing because I don't want to focus on what I should be doing. Let me say that one again. That's a biggie. I focus on what other people are not doing because I don't want to focus on what I should be doing. Basically, going around saying, but such and such ain't doing this, but such and such ain't doing this. And the Lord like, but Angel, what I call you to do, boo? What did I ask you to do? And I got to sit my happy tail on down. God is calling me to more. He's he's calling me and causing me to level up and and get real real all the while helping me hone in on my focus, hone in what he's calling me to do and what he's purposed me to do in this season. I can't get so caught up in the next seasons that I miss all the opportunities in this season. So I'm going after every opportunity in this season. And so as the old folks used to say, especially where I'm from in Augusta, Georgia, they always used to say a hit dog a holler. And some people, depending on where you're from, you might not know what that means. But let me break it down real quick. A hit dog a holler means that throughout this episode or in any time in life where you've been confronted with some truth, whether you put it out there or someone else did, and it really is true. Like, it really resonates with you. It, it's, it's dealing with you. It's you. And if at any point you ever said ouch or gotten on the defense and was like, no way, or whatever it was, whatever the reaction was, always know that a hit dog will holler. And that is important to just own your truth. Let it be what it's going to be. And you begin the process of Settling things with you first before you try and settle things with anybody else. Work through the embarrassment, the guilt and the shame. Work through it. Give yourself the time to work through it. So that you can become who you are called to become and be to this world. You are a true gift. To this world, don't let any experience or anybody or any situation change that or or make you think differently or feel differently. You are a gift to this world and we need you. We need all of the mistakes that you've made, all of the wrong choices, good choices, perfect choices, whatever. All of those things compiled together to that have been mixed together to get you to where you are right now. We need all of that. We need all of that experience, all of that insight, all of that wisdom. We need that voice. So I encourage you to take some time today when it's just you in a quiet space. Well, write out one thing that's true about you and it makes you feel good about yourself. Then write out one thing that's true about you. And you don't, you're not a particularly big fan of it. You don't really like that. And just kind of sit and meditate on it. Pray about it. See what comes from that. And just allow yourself to go on a journey. To learn more about you. 
so that you can give more view to the world. But until next week, I love y'all. Y'all be good out here in these streets. And I'll see you soon. Peace. Hey, family. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Judge Your Mama podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed that last episode. And if you did, go ahead and share this podcast with your cousin, mama, and grandma, them, and all them folks down there at the store. Okay? And while you're doing that, please feel free to leave me a review so that I can continue to send you the most amazing content you've ever heard in your life. And for those of you who would love to invest in what I'm doing with the podcast, please click the link in the show notes where you can subscribe to my Patreon page for as little as $5 a month. It really goes a long way and your support means so much to me. And you know you want to be a cousin anyway. Now go and get out of here so you can go do what it is you need to do today, all right? <laughs>